Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comments and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord Advisors is a wealth management firm. We are a registered investment advisory firm, and we're also certified financial planners. I'm a certified financial planner, as well as I have three other people in my firm that are also certified. We are fiduciaries, and if you'd like to know more about what a fiduciary is, in fact, I'm going to be talking about that in the first segment of the program today in Retirement Update. Then I'll follow that up with tactical asset management. And the third is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program, what I, what I want to talk about is, is your advisor truly independent? Is your advisor somebody who holds your interest ahead of theirs? And how do you know? How would you know that your advisor is somebody who is truly working for you? There has been... I, I can just tell you about this is what happened here. I, this is what kind of prompted this for me to talk about. I met with a man here not too long ago, and he retired early, saved hard, put a bunch of money, always maxed out, sacrificed, and built up a really nice nest egg. He had somewhere close to about $1.5 million built up in his 401k, and he was relatively young. He was He was below 60 years of age. He was like in his late 50s. And he went to an advisor, somebody he thought was impartial, and he said, I need to invest this money for my retirement. I want to make income. I want to make growth. I want to be able to have this money last for the rest of my life. Now, this financial advisor, albeit from a small firm, started to put his money into things that were benefiting the advisor and not the client. And the client, after a period of time, started to realize that he had holdings like in variable annuities. Um, you know, you call these non-traded investment trusts. We refer to them as REITs in some cases. And come to find out, they had just gone down in value. The costs in, were just loaded in these things. And the more that he started to investigate, in fact, when he came to me, his value of his holdings had almost dropped in half. And he said, he said I got to make a change. I can't continue with this. And so we started to work with the client to help to rebuild his portfolio, but he's further down the line. He's now in his 60s, and the question is, will his portfolio last him for the rest of his life? So we're building a plan and strategy, but he said, I thought I was going to the right person. He said, I thought I knew how to select somebody who was going to do a good job in managing my money. And I have to say that, that you know, it, it's difficult Unless you're in the business, it is difficult to separate somebody who has experience, who has a fiduciary responsibility, and also the capability to help manage clients' assets. Now, this is, 
you know, the, the question, the biggest thing is, is, is the advisor incentivized to sell you something? And I tell my clients, when I sit down with them and we start to develop a plan, I said, I never want to be, I, I never want to sell you anything. I said, I, I just don't want to even be in that desk. I don't want to be in that chair and be in that kind of mindset. What I want to do is to understand who you are, understand exactly what your needs are, and then I help you. We go out into the world and we start looking at things, investments, structures that are going to be certain, that are going to provide a better outcome. We talk about risk. We talk about return. But more importantly, I don't get compensated. I don't get in incentivized. I don't receive a commission for introducing you to some investment structure. And this is what happened to him. He was put into what we call a suitability standard. And that suitability standard allowed the investment advisor to receive commissions. And as soon as the investment advisor received commission, there was a problem. And that problem was is that it was good for the advisor, but not good for him. So this word independent has been touted and has been kind of thrown around a lot, but it does not necessarily mean that the person that you're dealing with is a fiduciary. In fact, when we take a look at the fiduciary standard, only about 9% of all the investment advisors out there are fiduciaries. So a very small minority of the total number of advisors are fiduciaries. We are fiduciaries. Tricord Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm. We are also, all the key advisors within our firm are certified financial planners. We are held to a standard of advice that means that we are fiduciaries. That means that we have to hold the interest of our clients above the interest of ourselves. Now, some of the areas where there's a lot of confusion is when there's dual registration. An advisor can be with a broker dealer that has also a registered investment advisor. It's like they can wear two hats. They can shift back and forth. So one day you could talk to them and say, oh yeah, I'm an advisor. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fiduciary. The next day they may come and put the hat on the other side, put the other hat on and say, I, you know, I'm going to get a commission on this. So the question is for the client, the person that is seeking non-biased advice, how do you separate and how do you determine the person you're talking to? You just ask them a really basic question. Are you a fee only? Are you a registered investment advisory firm? Are, is there any way that you're going to receive commissions? And how would I know about that? And how would I determine that product is good or not good for me? How do you, how do you determine, how do you separate that from other advice that you give. This is something that is really important for you to hear and understand because in the whole structure of advisory services, there's what they call this best interest standard. That means that somebody can be working with you that is not that is not a fiduciary, but they're under this best interest standard. That means that they can put together something for you and say, this is really in your best interest, but do you really know underlying, under, underneath everything else, is it really the best investment structure? Do they have the flexibility? Do they have the capability? Do they have the knowledge to be able to implement and to help you manage your capital going forward? I would venture to, to challenge you is that when you sit down and look at your statements, how do you know that those are the right investments for you? How do you know that somebody is overseeing and managing that? 
And are they doing it in your for your best interest? Or did they receive a commission on that? Did they place it in there and you just didn't even know? Do you know that there some cases, the broker dealers, the organizations that they work with, they get incentivized by the mutual funds and or other investments. In other words, they get paid additional compensation to represent that product to you. We don't in our firm. We don't receive anything. We don't receive any additional incentives. The only people that pay us are the clients. The clients are the ones that hire us to help them build a plan, help them develop the strategies, and to help to oversee it and manage it day in and day out. I've been doing this now for over 35 years, folks. I understand the marketplace. I understand the pitfalls and the problems that you would step into and the nuances, the little things that that you probably are not told about. Within a few minutes, I could probably divide those and separate those out really fast. The thing is, don't be somebody who's taken advantage of. Get a relationship with a fiduciary that helps you build a plan and a strategy so that you can accomplish your overall goals without having that conflict, without worrying about how that person is representing you. Give me a call. My phone number is 951 984-7011. Let's build a plan together. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirement unlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. The market is extremely volatile right now. We have had um, over 1% movement, which really has not happened since October of last year. And it's it's the longest stretch that we've had of less than 1% movement in the uh, the marketplace for, for well over almost 20 years. We're seeing, we're seeing phenomenal changes within that marketplace. So what you're seeing is this, this stretch of time where we've had good growth. We saw it in 2017. Then we went into 2018. It is, um, it, it's, it's a phenomenon that everybody kind of gets lulled into this, this everything is okay, everything is continually go up, and then all of a sudden we get news, and the news that kind of hit the marketplace was the coronavirus. And next thing you know, they're concerned about supply chain from China, concerned about trade, concerned about tourism. All this stuff kind of hits everything all at once, and the marketplace goes through this massive volatility. And it is a an emotional reaction to an event. Without really studying the economic impact, people react and people sell. And these are one of our concerns 
about indexes because if you have your money in an index like an S&P 500 or many of the other indexes, there are literally hundreds of them, they all get sold. People hit the sell button and you can sell equities in a moment. That means you may have good assets inside of that index that are very resilient and you may have very weak assets in that index that are subject to a lot of volatility on their own. But when you sell the index, the whole thing goes down. So therefore, that's why you see this volatility that we are now seeing over this last week or so. Now, the markets move back up. But really, the key factor, and if you've listened to me in the past, where we spend most of our time is trying to understand the macroeconomics. We just met yesterday and we had a meeting regarding looking at leading indicators and leading indicators like, you know, new home sales, uh, new home starts, uh, ISM, which is the uh, it's the manufacturing index. You know, we're looking at inflation, wage, unemployment, all these factors. There's a myriad of factors that we look at. And the question is, where are they and where are the trends? Where are they moving? Are they weakening? Or they continue to expand. So from 2017 to 2018, 18 to 19, we saw this good expansion. So we've had this expansion now that's continued since 2009. It's the longest expansion in recorded history for the stock market. And so everybody's looking at, will this, will this end? Well, the answer is yes. If you wait long enough, you know you're going to. I mean, like somebody says, I know I'm going to die. So it's an easy thing to predict. Yeah, you're going to die. You just don't know when. So the question is, will the stock market turn? Will it become negative at some point? And the answer is, sure, it will. But the question is, what causes it to do that? And I've talked about the seasonality of things. If those of you that have ever talked to me before, I have a tendency to draw a circle. I talk about the seasons of the economy. And our economy clearly is not in the spring. It's in the summer and probably the late summer, maybe early fall. It's not in winter. It's not, it's not contracting because we're still seeing growth. Now the, now, the economy is mature and valuations are high. Real estate values have come back. Stock values have come back. But the issue is, will it create the circumstances? Will the circumstances be out there that would cause the marketplace to start to erode? Will it go back down? So all of a sudden, we see this volatility where the market drops maybe 1%, 2% in a single day, and everybody goes, you know, the sky is falling. You know, everybody's walking, running around like Chicken Little saying, oh, the, the end of the world is coming. The end of the world is coming. And that's where volatility comes from because people make decisions emotionally, not intellectually. So I try to get into my client's head and say, let's take a look at the facts. And let the facts, because the noise of what's going on in the world is always going to be there. The news, the radio, the print media, whatever you look at, it's the noise in the world. So the question is, is what is really going on? And when you look at the fundamentals, the fundamentals are still strong. We don't see anything that is probably going to be, you know, comparable to last year, but still the fundamentals are strong. Look at interest rates on mortgages. That is just one key factor. The fee, the, I mean, we're under 4%, folks. You can get a 30-year mortgage for under 40%. Somebody is willing to buy your loan, and they're going to pay, they're going, you're going to pay them back less than 4% on that mortgage for 30 years. You look at energy costs. 
one of the biggest indicators of heading towards a recession is rising energy cost. What has happened? We've got natural gas that has plummeted, not because of lack of demand, but because of oversupply. We are selling our natural gas. In fact, Pompeo, the Secretary of State, was in Eastern Europe touting, saying, we will supply you with natural gas. Well, that didn't even happen a few years ago. That wouldn't even been a conversation. And saying they told that nation, you don't even have to be dependent upon Russia for your energy. We'll provide it to you. So it's a way to promote our democracy. It's, to, it's the way to promote our values by helping those people that potentially will be our customers. So these things are all positive to the overall economy. So interest rates, energy, unemployment is still driving really low. Right now, I'm looking for somebody in our company, and it's, it is really hard to find somebody that's quality, who has the experience, who has the tenure. And the reason for that, the reason it's going on is because the job market is everybody's being, there's, the unemployment rate is ridiculously low. I talk to other clients that are business owners trying to hire people, and they're saying the same thing to me. It's difficult to find people that have the experience because they are all taken up. So what you're having to do is you have to step back and say, the people we're hiring are going to be the people that are just coming out of school, that maybe they have lesser amount of experience, and you're going to train them. You can't expect somebody to become, so to speak, job ready right now on day one. That means that the unemployment rate is probably going to stay lower for longer. Interest rates will stay lower for longer. Energy prices are going to stay lower for longer. Wages are climbing without causing inflation. These are big factors, folk, because when you normally see interest rates rise, you see wages increase, you start to see inflation creep into the economy. We don't see that. And now with this coronavirus going hitting China right now, you're going to see prices dropping. China's putting more money into their economy to help stem the economic impact of this coronavirus. That is going to be a benefit for us, not a detriment. Remember, the economy of the world right now is all centered in the United States. We want to see our partners, our trading partners, do well. But with the recent development of the trade agreements, the revision, you know, the revision of the NAFTA agreement, we're going to see better trade and better relationships from, a, from an economic standpoint with Mexico and Canada. But the, the recipient of that benefit is going to be primarily the United States. We, for a long time through globalization, we have pushed away all these factories and all these jobs outside of our country. We're bringing them back. So this is going to be really added value to the United States. Other countries, you have to measure each one of those individually to see whether or not it's going to be a negative impact or will they be able to sustain themselves through this period of adjustment. We're starting to see adjustment in Europe right now that's in a positive reign. So therefore, these are the fundamentals, some of the things that we look at to help clients make better choices about their money. If you'd like to know more about what we do, if you'd like to sit down and talk with me, be more than happy to. Give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use.
Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as News You Can Use. And really is important here, folks, is that you get the facts. Um, some of the stuff on the media regarding this coronavirus is amazing. So there was a couple articles in the Wall Street Journal. And if you would like to have a free reprint of these articles, I'll be more than happy to send them out. The first one is, is the coronavirus, what to know. And the other one is regarding the wet markets. In other words, it's the where they bring in wild game and other animals. And this is where the virus started in the Chinese province. And it appears, in this article here, the coronavirus, what to know, is the first thing it starts is how dangerous is the new coronavirus? And they compared this with other viruses like the SARS that happened back in 2002. It clearly is dangerous, but is not as deadly as the SARS. All, all viruses, all influenzas have, have a death rate. You know, it attacks mostly the older, more frail of our society, as well as the younger and the more sick. But at the same point in time, it's not something that is going to be like, like Ebola, where, it's, where it could literally kill out. It could have a pandemic. I mean, again, it is, it's serious. I don't want to minimize this. And I think that the actions to quarantine and try to prevent the, um, you know, the, the spread of the virus is really warranted. But the articles that I'm reading here and that I've read that I want to pass on to you talks about, you know, how is it spread to humans? What are the symptoms? How easily can the virus spread? You know, basically through a cough and a sneeze. Um, it's, it's you have to have the droplets, you know, that come out of a sneeze and somebody else has to take that into their body. They breathe it in and that's how the virus gets in. How it started was primarily, and apparently this is with the SARS virus too, and the MERS virus that years before, it started through these wet markets in Asia. And the wet markets basically is where they, they, they where the live and dead animals, including other wildlife species, are sold for consumption. And any of you that have traveled to China, and if you walk through the open markets, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They have anything and everything out. And unfortunately, a lot of these open markets are not how do you want to say that? They're not the most sanitary, maybe, is the best way to put that. This, these, these, these butchered um, animals are there, and the meat is hanging, whether it be chickens or snakes or whatever, and fish. And you're wondering, how long has this been out? But apparently there's a mix um, of different wildlife. You know, the, uh, the SARS was came from what they determined from bats. Well, in certain cultures, you know, these, these are edible edible things and you see these in these open markets but what happens in these wet markets they refer to them and that's where this article talks about it, where pandemics pandemics breed and this is information that i think helps you understand what it is how you can protect yourself and not get yourself into a chicken little 
you know, running around the skies falling. Yeah, this is serious, but it's not something that's probably going to cause more deaths than maybe the normal influenza. Again, these are articles I'd like to send to you. Give me a call at my office, and I'll be more than happy to send them out to you, 951-684-7011, or just simply go to my website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.